Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, that's right, y'all. We're back. It's another episode of the Magician's After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. Mm-hmm. We're tag teaming it today. Right. Guys, my name is Ty Matthews. As always, to my left, you've seen her before talking about The Handmaid's Tale, talking about Doctor Who. She'll be back later on with God of the Week or Wizard slash Witch of the Week. You know, <laughs> Witchcraft, Sorcerers, and Dragons. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Adrian Snow. Hello, everyone. Good to see ya. We today. Not, well, you know. You know what I mean. You know. If you if you, if you know what if you're hearing us on iTunes we appreciate you and if you're on YouTube watching us we appreciate you just as much. Uh, we are going to be talking about season five, episode two, the Wrath of the Time Bees. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of a change of pace from last week. Mm-hmm. You know we're going to be talking about Alice. She she's got she's bitten off a little bit more than she could chew with this golem mm-hmm. that she's trying to create. Mm-hmm. Uh, Margot and Elliot are still in in the future of Fillory, mm-hmm. uh, and of course Katie and Pete have a run in with a brand new hedge witch mm-hmm. that we haven't seen before which includes one of my favorite fight scenes that we've seen in this entire show oh really absolutely i super dug that fight scene which we will get to later on nice um overall thoughts of the episode what, what did you think i thought it was good i thought it was a nice change of pace i you know i i always prefer when they're all together sure absolutely so that's kind of frustrating sometimes it's like oh when are they gonna all when they kind of like, split off yeah when they split off so I'll be excited to see them all finally come together for this this quest. Yeah, that absolutely. seems like we're about to go on. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, I I liked that. Last week, with season premieres, and I think especially with magician season premieres, there's so much that you have to kind of cram in. You know, mm-hmm. there's so much that that happened, and that you got to kind of catch people up on, and things like that. And so I'm glad, you know, we talked about it a little bit off mic before the show, but we were kind of dealing with sort of three major major plots, and then we kind of dip into into a couple here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a little bit for me. It was easier for me to follow. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the magi- I can get a little bit into the weeds with the show so this one was i thought it was a nice change of pace yeah um it reminds me a little bit the magician reminds me a little bit of like do you watch stranger things did you watch the most recent i did it it reminds me of like when they when they finally all meet up and you realize oh they haven't seen each other this entire season yeah so i'm hoping i don't know if i want that to happen this season we'll see it felt like that's how it kind of was Last season, where it went like such a long time before they actually finally got to encounter each other, right? Exactly. And then Alice, for you know, had been banished essentially, right? So and it, it feels, that took a little too long. It starts to feel less like a like a big like a big important team up and more like a all right, let's catch everyone up on everything yeah. that has been happening with everyone else. Yeah, the best part about Stranger Things is when they finally all were in the mall together. Yes, I mean, exactly. Real, exactly. <laughs> right? oh, God, I can't wait for season four. Anyway. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Margo and Elliot being stuck still 300 years into the future of Fillory. So I guess my biggest question is what's the deal with all those phantom uh, 
uh, visions they're having of of Fen of the ghosts and stuff and Josh. Right, yeah. right. Well, I was yeah, I was wondering why Fen could so easily see Elliot and Josh couldn't see Margot. Yeah, yeah. I don't or know why they were just even happening like that. Right. I, thought that, that I was like, that also, yeah. Is there something about the fact that they've been jumped forward through time and you know the like the, the too much magic in the air that's caused this? And sure. Then, I had a lot of questions. That I don't think I'll ever get the answer to. No, but like, for sure. How was he able to get in touch with uh, uh, what's her face? Oh, whose name I'm blanking on because I didn't write it down. Uh, who? Which, who? Which one? Uh, uh, Jane Chatwin. Yes. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> uh, how did? How was he able to find her? Right. And, like go through her wards he, and all and, that kind of stuff. I, I kind of wondered about the, that too because he was just like walking and just like knew exactly or walked straight through the wards. Yeah. And found it. And. Uh, how right. Jane Chatwin died three hundred plus years ago? I guess she is essentially timeless, sure, because she's the the time. Where, the, there's a specific name for it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but uh, sorry, y'all. It's been a long week. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of lore here, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Time witch, essentially. Yeah. yeah so yeah. It, it, it's confusing. In in that regard, and I'm like, I don't have time to go back and watch season one and season two to figure out how it is that she still <laughs> right. exists 300 years in the future when we all know she died right. at this point in time. Yeah. and Unless that was a Jane from a different timeline. No, because she knew about all 40 timelines. Got it. Got it. Got it. So, yeah. There's a whole lot of time travel going on. So, of course, Elliot, you know, he, he's he's looking for a way to get them back, obviously, back mm-hmm. to the past um, I hope we get some killer Back to the Future references this season. Yes. Uh, you know? <laughs> Let's do it. Um, oh, man. Uh, real quick, though, before we keep going, I want to talk a little bit about that scene between between the ghost of Fen and Elliot. And that kind of – it broke my heart when she was like, no, I know the man I married. I knew – Yeah, I, that was real sad. I thought it was going to be literally anyone else but you that saved me. Or that that didn't even save me. That I Would guess, come to find me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was sad. Right. I'm, you know, I don't always understand their relationship or the love that comes out of it because they don't spend a lot of time together. Right. You know, he wasn't around all of last season. And then the season before that, she was mourning their child. And then, you know, she lost her, her, So Finn's been through it. And so the fact that she was like, even in death as a ghost, still so positive and upbeat about the fact that he was such a loser of a man. Sorry. That had a little bit of venom behind it. I've been having a rough week. Um, But it's just like, oh, Elliot. You know, I root for you with with Q, but right. God, yeah, you should have been better by Finn. Yeah, and that's and and speaking of that, that also brings up um, one of the running themes in this episode, and it's when when Elliot goes to see Jane, and she and she tells him, you know, sometimes that you have to let the dead stay dead. Yeah, basically, you can't if you if you bring back Quentin, that undoes everything that he sacrificed himself for. Mm-hmm. You know. Maybe, maybe not. Right. I mean, it's hard to say because it's. I think that's a hard thing for Elliot to hear because at this point we've brought so many people back from the dead. You know, right? Alice was dead. That's the thing, and and I think yeah, we've talked a little bit about it before, where like death doesn't always feel permanent mm-hmm. in this universe. So I get that's a great point. You know, it it's got to make it hurt that much more when it is. Yeah, and it also 
we we know in this universe that death isn't necessarily final. That they can. It is an underworld. They can right. enter and exit. I mean, not without consequences. Sure. But still. There is some notion of an afterlife. You can potentially see a person you love again now. With that said, it seems like you move, moved on from purgatory and is like ascended to some other part of it. Right. But it, I, it would be nice to to give that to some of the other cast or, 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 you know, some of the other people in the show. Yeah. And it's nice because I think Alice actually did kind of get that in her own way with, with what I like to call baby Q. <laughs> right, right. We'll get to that for yeah. sure. Um, so, of course, yeah, uh, Elliot kind of steals all of Jane Chatwin's time. How did she not see that coming? <laughs> right, exactly. She's seen like 40 iterations of Elliot. Like, of clearly. The, yeah. He's always going to pull some shit. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he steals all this time travel stuff, breaks Margot out of of uh, Florian jail, mm-hmm. uh, which is warded up to, to high. I, I love the, like the smoke key and the kind of force push, yeah. all the different ways she tried to get herself out. But yeah. Josh had made the cell magic proof. Of course. <laughs> of course he did. Um, and so, and so that's where we're introduced to this notion of the time bees, the titular time bees of this episode. I love all the talking animals. Right. This. Um, yeah. I love – real quick, speaking of the talking animals, I love that we're still seeing uh, Rafe pop up this season, mm-hmm. Sergio, mm-hmm. Friend, friend of the show. Yes. Uh, I love that, that he's still sticking around. Antic. Yeah. Antic of Pickwick, of course. I mean, I mean, we've had a lot of the, of the actors That's on the true. show. That's true. They're all friends of the now, show. And now, now that I'm such a – I'm a huge Shit's Creek fan now, so like take yeah. – Oh, he's on there too? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen also that. Rizwan Manji. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway – um, um so so we we get these time bees that are kind of being being used to send to to send Josh messages. Mm-hmm. Um but uh but yeah, so we're we're kind of trying to 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 to, to warn him, to warn yeah. him of the takers going in. I yes. Uh it, of course Margo didn't fully listen to what Josh was saying and and of course killed him of early. Course. Right. Uh that that makes sense. It, it was it was a nice touch on it. It was, it was nice to see them go through all the different ways that they were trying to use these letters to get them to be warned and um, just to have the take. I still want to know who the takers are. Yeah, kind of what their whole like game what is. What their whole mission is. Like, yeah, we still don't weirdos? know. We don't know a ton of about the, the Dark King except for like the propaganda that we saw in that play yeah. last week. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I thought that was a, a nice choice, but I do think – in the end, Elliot made the smartest choice, which is information that if you if, if you were closely listening to first episode, you would have been like, oh, yeah, just like push them forward. You know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but of course, we because of the bees, we get that kind of my girl moment where where the time bees are sent back. But of course, Josh is allergic to bees. Yes. So that doesn't quite work. So she kills him off early. <laughs> right. And then what was the next one? She had to go. So she she sent the time bees back. Yeah. Um, but he was allergic to bees. The second one, um, God, what was it? This is why we need three brains. Yeah, right. Uh, the second one was there was another thing that didn't. Oh, work. they warned them about the takers, and then they were able to to save the the basically oh right fillery but then the takers were there anyway and they right. killed them off and it still happened yeah again and so it wasn't it wasn't until margot was kind of able to to settle herself and to say goodbye yeah you know that 
L.A. Petrator and yeah. threw the letter away and, and put it. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. And, and real quick, yeah, well, we um, – that that conversation between Elliot and Margot, I think we've seen that type of conversation so much between the two of them. Mm-hmm. But I really thought it got to a point that it, it hadn't really gotten to before mm-hmm. when, when Elliot – said that that she that she was basically cock blind. Yeah. That was I thought I felt that was surprising even for Elliot. Like he he of all people yeah. would know if you, what the difference between Margot being cock blind, cock blind mm. and being in love would be, right? I'll say this about Elliot. Okay. Cuz I feel him. You know, I think if you finally open your, yourself up to being vulnerable. Sure. And the person you choose to be vulnerable with dies, saving your life. Right. You know, essentially makes an, an ultimate sacrifice to save everyone they love. Mm. And you weren't even there to say goodbye because you were possessed by some demon god. Right. Um, I mean, I feel you up to a certain point. You know what I mean? I would want to shut off those feelings as well. Sure. I'd be like, and I would choose to just not understand anything else. Right. And also, he was not here. For right. all of Josh and Margot's relationship. Right. That's a great point. That's a very, so very good point. he does not see it. He doesn't know what's going on. Right. To, to him, Josh is just, you know, the pothead weirdo who, like, slept with Margot once. And I was right. going to say a much more vulgar version of that. And <laughs> I was like, mm, no, right. Adrian, you don't see that. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, they just hook up when they see each other. Sure, Like, sure. he doesn't think of it as anything like what he had with Q yeah. or, you know, even what he has his relationship with Margot. Right. That's a great, that's, that's a very, very good point is yeah. that he, he's got this different perspective, this different context that he kind of missed out on. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they're, they're using these, these timestamps to send letters back through, mm-hmm. through time and space mm-hmm. uh, that, that can be delivered very convenient kind mm-hmm. of devices here. Um, but of course the second stamp, like we talked about, gets conveniently lost yeah, and uh, not you know not to to jump around too much, but we see we see Elliot. I thought Elliot confessed that he was using it for something else. Did he? I thought that's what he told Margot. Like, okay, I I went to use it and it didn't work. Like oh he, yeah, he was just oh like, but yeah, but he he never clarified what it was for. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and he had said that he already did it, but yeah. of course we see him drop that letter into the mailbox addressed to Quentin. Well, we don't see him drop it. We see him open the mailbox. Do you, do you think consider... he might not have dropped it? Oh, you're right. I don't I feel like you're right. I, don't know. I feel like you might I mean, be right. I mean, they said Jason's dead, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, cuz that would be a big thing that that would change the entire course of the rest of the That's season. true. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> He'll probably have a change of heart. Yeah. Damn it. Jason yeah. Ralph, come back. Uh <laughs> Before we get to the rest of the episode, guys, uh, if if you're watching it, we appreciate you so, so much. We've been doing this for, hell, this is our fifth season now, the, the two of us especially. I just realized I was 29 when I started this. It's crazy <laughs> to think about. But if you're if you're listening on iTunes, remember to please uh, download, comment, review, subscribe, rate. Of course, five stars if you're nasty. If you're on YouTube and you're watching us or listening to us, uh, smash that like button we you know it it helps so much we we got we want to get that 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 algorithm going on especially if you're in the chat we want to hear from you no matter how wild those theories are we want to hear them because we obviously love talking about this show we know you do let's make it a big 
huge conversation together. So smash that like button, leave a comment, leave a thumbs up, all that good stuff. But let's continue this conversation. And thank you yes. for making us the ESPN of TV talk. See, that's what we do here. That's what we do. Here. It's the ESPN of TV talk. Where else are you going to get this kind of conversation about the magicians? Nowhere. That's where. <laughs> so... Hey Let's guys. continue. Bria in the booth here. Uh, just wanted to shout out some of the people in the live chat because they're going please. away. Please do. Here. Um, and I guess they're talking about the letter with Elliot and Billie Jean Girl said Elliot said he used it, but he never mailed the letter. Um, and that in the promo, I guess, for next week, we see that he has not mailed the letter. Okay. Dang it. So those promos always get me. Yeah. I know I know some people that don't watch those promos on principle alone. I go for, back and forth. For those reasons. Mm-hmm. I usually do. I usually do. Um... But thank you, thank you for that, Bree, and thank you for those people in the chat. Keep it going. Um, let's talk a little bit. You know, obviously, last week we left off on Alice making uh, a Quentin Golem yes. out of the living clay. So let's talk about the Quentin that she's reunited with. Baby Q. Baby Q. Uh, yeah, I knew. I was like, mm, it's not going to be Q. I was like, it's going to be some version of him, but it's not going to be the right. that we're expecting. I will say, this This might make me naive. They had me for a hot second, for sure. I thought maybe they could have done it, but if they had done it with Jason Ralph, then it would have been like, it still wouldn't have been him. It would have right. been like an empty, like like the Margot one, which just kind of empty version. Well, and but it's, it's she's kinda- too savvy for that right you know? it's it's kind of like that um i forget do you watch black mirror yeah not to bring I'm, a, I'm a on the black mirror after show on after buzz tv there you go see mm, there you go <laughs> i gotta watch that um the the domino gleason episode be right back that's oh, kind yeah. of what it reminds me that's of. what she it's thought like, was gonna happen is it re- is it really him yeah. you know um Oof. and that's the thing and but i think to that point like it brings that that very deep question of like how how close can AI really approximate whatever a human soul might be, whatever you consider that? Well, I think what they what they chose to do in this episode was to go against that and just do, no, yeah, we're going to give you the real Quentin. But right. It's going to be a younger Quentin. Right. It's going to be and, like one piece of his soul and that right. piece is – and we've talked like in the past when they've shown us like the soul, like the um, – oh, crap. When – uh, Julia got it removed from her, and Alice got it removed. Their their sure. shade. Uh-huh. That's essentially what she was able to get. She was able to that's get true. his shade, or a, a grain of it, at least a grain of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like the purest version of you. So I thought them going against not doing just like an empty vessel that looks like you. Right. It was at was least more choice. more than than an an AI kind of um, amalgamation of of his writings and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I will say the 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 young actor that that played young Quentin did a fantastic job because that it really did feel like young Quentin. It did the the thing and and that's obviously props to him and props to the writers as well. Uh, I didn't like his wig only because I could tell it was a wig. Could you? Yeah, but... I'm so bad at spotting wigs, <laughs> y'all. My wig dar is completely shot. Yeah, really. Yeah, I could tell it was a wig. Interesting. Um, but you know that's just me being a jerk. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, no, I, I just thought there were some beautiful moments. And, you know, I thought how stupid of Alice to think that uh, Julia wouldn't immediately recognize right. her child, childhood friend. Yeah, the fact that – and I love – see, it's those little details. The fact that she was able to recognize him, but of course he wouldn't recognize her. Well, he this, did, but he said she looked like a grandma. Her, her grandma. I was like, dang, <laughs> shots. Right. Fire. Well, and that's it's like when when kids are that age and they have no concept of like the difference between like 30 and 70 yeah. basically. Basically. 
That's got me right. It's like, I don't know, you know, age for me, if you look under 28, mm. I assume you're a child. And I'm sorry right? to all y'all out there who are like, what? I'm an adult. <laughs> I've lived life. I'm sure you have. I'm an adult. But yeah. between the ages of basically 17 and 28, y'all all look the same to me. <laughs> exactly. Your children. But I, I, <laughs> like, I love that the, the tables are kind of turned here mm-hmm. because, you know, before Alice was so mad when Quentin kind of brought her her back. Yeah. You know, and now, like, the the, the script's kind of flipped a little bit. And Julia is furious yeah. with Alice for she's trying also, this. I think, a little bit more understanding sure. of, of the reasons behind it. And she's also the first one to say, well, you only brought back this. So you – and also there's the whole idea of, like, your mind was asking for this, but your heart overrode what your right. mind was asking for. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, so, yeah. So, they, you know, that this this version of Quentin obviously can't read that that page that Alice has found yeah. in in, uh, in Q's belongings. Well, because what she really wanted, as Lil Wayne said, was closure. <sighs> Text me. Ask him. So that's good. That's his line on that song with Drake. I love um, it. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> but, yeah. And, and so for her to get that closure, for him to say, you know, um, what your friend gave you was his life, and now you need to go and live it. I'm like, one, you're way too smart for. I was gonna say like, a little what? cute, just like dropping pearls of wisdom. But then of again, course. I also have a ton of faith in Generation Z because they do sound like just a lot wiser than the rest of us. Right. <laughs> just putting that out there, we're yeah. all idiots. Like, listen to Greta, <laughs> listen to these children. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I uh, thought that was a really nice way of like just kind of being like. You're still getting what you need out of this. You know? Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Um, so meanwhile, you know, we, we talked a little bit about kind of the the sort of mini subplots that we're dipping into before Julia goes to Alice's mom's house and finds baby Quentin there. Yeah. Uh, we get a, a little bit of her with Dean Fogg. Professor X. Uh, and, oh, my God, Professor X. I love that Dean's the type to just, like, be petty and call his ex Professor X just because it bothers her. I call not not my exes. My exes get their names because I honor them. But <laughs> the, the the guys that just like are in and out, right. they all have horrible, horrible, <laughs> vulgar names that my friends would be like, I can't believe that. That's, right, but they know what I mean when I say bleep bleep yeah bleep bleep (laughs) i like it i like it so yeah you know uh dean and and julia they're talking about this this idea of meta math and trying Mm -hmm. trying to kind of forecast circumstances to see if these magic surges are going to do good things they're going to do bad things yeah um but of course professor x out the window when her class blows up immediately which is hilarious um, but at the, at the very end of, of this subplot, we see that book, Circumstantial Prognostication by Daniela Marcus, mm-hmm. who that's kind of – that's sort of the, the next step, I guess. Predicting circumstances. They're playing a lot with time magic, which I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of – I'm not a big fan of time magic, but I'm a big fan of time theory. Of course. So, of course. Quantum being, theory. Being a member of the Doctor Who after show? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm a fan – I'm a, a – Member of the Doctor Who after show because I've just always been a fan of quantum theory. Right, right, like, absolutely. I was that kid in uh, middle school. Were you? Yeah. Did you watch Fringe? I did watch Fringe. Interesting. I was late to it, but I got finally right. Got to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. late to both Fringe. Um, finally, let's so let's talk about about Katie and Pete and mm-hmm. Katie's run in with Eugen. Yeah, this, this brand new hedge witch that we've never seen before. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Kudos to that actor because. Right. 
I was like, oh, he's so sweet. He's so innocent. And then when he took that turn, I was like, okay. Yeah. Scary. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, Pete Pete goes off. They're kind of, you know, they're drowning their sorrows. So what happened to Pete then? Because he was with the friend. Question. R- right. He, well, he got wiped too. He did. Did he get wiped? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't yeah. remember if he got wiped. Because, yeah, I think, yeah, that, that last scene, uh, he, yeah, I he think he's also saying that he doesn't really remember anything. Oh, man. Um, so, you know, so she. That that hedge witch, whoever she is, takes him out. Yeah, Katie and Eugene they hook up, mm-hmm. and then yeah, th- we we get that kind of that memory VR. Yeah, you know that's which is also the only time we really see Penny in this episode. Yes, he gets to come in and help. Yeah, and all, it's all not we, awkward at all between him and Katie. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is yeah because this is this is different Penny. This is Penny sure. twenty three. But when there's that moment, he's like, "Do you want like a hangover drink?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, no, I know. I remember you're gonna." Right. Fight. I was like, oh. ooh. Man, yeah. Um, So, yeah, really the only thing we know about Penny and and his kind of corner of what's going on right now is that he's getting that signal all the time. Yeah. Uh, Whatever that signal was that he got at the end of last episode, now he's hearing it all the time. It's like um, – I'm just not – I'm failing at names today – Big villain from season one. The Beast? The Beast. Yes. Thank you. I want to be like, the magical? Right. Uh, it's like him all over again. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, and and so, yeah. So, Katie kind of gets mind wiped by this, by, by Eugene. By Eugene. Uh, sleeper. Sleeper magician. Exactly. Exactly. Penny uses, um, what is it? The psychic amplifier. Yeah. I love these different kind of ways that they can go back, relive the past, kind of look at it from different angles. And it's kind of set up from like that, that a few ep- or seasons before where Quentin had to go in to, to interact with a different timeline version of Alice. Right. So I think they called it, I want to, it was like the Tesla, Tesla foil. The, Tesla. the Tesla flexion. Tesla flexion. Named yeah, for yeah. Fred Flexion. Yes. One of my favorite word gags of the entire show. I was like, not Nikola Tesla? Right, exactly. <laughs> like, okay. I love that. It's, and I'm sure if you go back and watch the after show for that episode, I said this, it's the Schweitzer Falls joke from the Jungle Cruise, which is also, one of my favorite things. Huh. You know the Schweitzer Falls? No, joke? I do not. Ah, oh, the Jungle Cruise. Real quick, real quick tangent. You go on the jungle. <laughs> you go on the Jungle Cruise. You pass by the world famous Schweitzer Falls, named after the famed scientist Dr. Albert Falls. Ah, uh. it's one of my favorite gags. So of course, the Tesla Flexion, named for Fred Flexion. Anyway, we made it back around. <laughs> um, but I, I, I do love that. Love that moment of just like, oh, this is totally memory VR. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I, I did think it was crazy that in the VR he was able to, uh, basically start fighting her and go yeah. through and like go through the the sleeper transformation. I don't know why I never put together the fact that that fight scene was in the memory VR. Yeah, it was in the memory VR. I don't know why that never occurred to me until just now. Because he didn't, Penny didn't come in and, and see what was wrong until after. Until he's like he, foaming at the mouth, basically. That his cyanide fell, essentially. But I love. There's magic cyanide. I love this whole, not just the fight scene, but like this whole subplot was very like, it it felt kind of like like a spy movie. Yeah. It felt like a James Bond kind cool of see. scene, you know? You've got the sleeper agent. I'm sad that Eugene won't be around anymore. Me too. He was real hot. And, he was great. Yeah. They could have kept him around. He had to die. Why would I be like that? Right? Like, come on. 
Exactly. <laughs> like, come on. But yeah, so so Katie, you know, she, you know, they they fight. They're using broken bottles and they're fighting over pool tables mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But in true sleeper cell fashion, he he basically bites the proverbial cyanide mm-hmm. pill before she can get what she needs out of him. Which is, that sucks. It's like, oh, you killed both versions of yourself, man. I mean, clearly right. it's all the one person, but right. And I love yeah. that that. That conversation that I guess that brief sort of mini conversation they have about the fact that he continues to do these things, but he's wiped every single time. Yeah. And he says, like, he basically says, like, why would I want that on my conscience? And to which Katie replies, like, that's what a conscience is for. Yeah. It sucks. I know. I sometimes I'm like, ooh, eternal sunshine and spotless mind. Yeah, exactly. Let's do it. (laughs) Wipe out some people. Right, 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 right. Um, And, and so, yeah, so. Pete doesn't remember. Katie is uh, she doesn't really remember what they're going after now. So, well, I think they still kind of remember because Penny did tell her like this is what you're going after. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. I, I think it's now it's a whole another aspect of like, well, now who is coming after us for going after this thing? Right, right. So, and yeah, yeah, what is that that top hat symbol? What does that yeah. represent? I love that. I love me a good like villainous organization represented by a top hat. You so know, those are gone, hundred percent. Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. So, lot happened in this episode, not nearly as much as last week, but you know, still quite a bit to keep the train moving. Yeah. Speaking of keeping the train moving, let's get into some news and gossip, y'all. All right, guys. Doing a little double duty tonight. Yeah. Uh, so, Sarah Gamble, who is the co-creator of Sci-Fi Submissions and the Lifetime Turn Netflix Breakout You, that creepy show that mm. I'll be watching that I ain't watching because I don't need nightmares, <laughs> uh, has signed an overall deal with the cable and streaming focused studio of Universal Content Productions. Under the terms of the multi-year pact, Gamble would create and produce new projects for both UCP's corporate siblings, including Sci-Fi, USA, and the forthcoming streamer Peacock, as well as for outside buyers such as Netflix. Financial terms of the deal were not immediately available. So, yeah, look at her making money moves. There we go. Congrats to Sarah, Sarah Gamble. Gamble Absolutely. Running everything I love to watch except for you. What? In the, <laughs> like, why y'all watching that? There's That's a, crazy. There's a lot of good stuff coming to Peacock already. Yeah. The MacGruber, the series, for anyone that loves wow. MacGruber. The Adventure Zone series coming to, to Peacock. I'm very wow. excited. There's a whole lot, whole lot happening. Peacock uh, is... Hopefully it sticks around longer than CISO. Not NBC, though. Isn't right? it? Yeah, it Peacock is. NBC. is. Yeah, that's why it's Peacock. Yeah. I know, but I was like, is that... Because yeah. I forget that NBC yeah. Universal have it merged. Is, uh, it is going to be NBC. It'll be their... Their, their, their streaming content. Yeah, it's like CBS All Access. Yeah. So Hulu is basically about to get like wiped out. Maybe. From, at least oh, from maybe. streaming other, pe- yeah. other companies. But, but like I said... with Disney, though, so... True. Oh, Yeah. So so yeah, who knows? Like like I said, CISO was an NBC streaming yeah. show. This didn't last very long. Listen, all I gotta say Hopefully. is I don't have that much more money to give y'all. Okay, that's the thing, man. <laughs> streaming services, come on. Um, but now let's get into the what are we? Are we still calling this guy of the week? What are we calling We're this calling now? It the Adrian? witchcraft, sorcerers, and dragons. I like it. Special segment. See, writing it down. Thank you. I like that sound I drop. Like by the way, this, yes. thank you for that. So. You know, we're going a different route because there's no gods and goddesses this year. Right. So uh, I wanted to talk more about the magic that we were introduced to this episode. So time magic, or as it's called, chronomancy. And it's produced by chronomancers. What a great word. Uh, it's a definition of 
the best time to do something or or an unlucky time to do something. So it's often found in ancient China. And this still can be traced back to the way we look at Chinese astrology. Like to be born in the year of the dragon is good luck versus to be born in the year of the tiger like me is not so good. Interesting. (laughs) Okay. And that's kind of how – the astrology is built like if you're if to have a prosperous year and to understand like what time is best to do something versus not that's kind of how chronomancy has been used at least in a way that we can kind of see and, and feel in this day and age and one of the uh first chronomancers to be kind of documented was the count of saint germain which is uh, also a very delicious liqueur, if you can ever have a French 75. Delicious. Uh, He was one of the greatest philosophers who ever lived, according to some of his uh, fellow constituents of the time. Sure. He is mainly known as a musician, though. And it was believed that he had discovered eternal life. So... That's the Comte. The, I'm going to say my French accent. Comte, I like Comte it. Saint Germain. Uh, that's a horrible French accent. I apologize. Les incompetents. Uh, but outside of that, we also got into clay magic. So this is a little bit tougher to kind of just figure out. I typed in clay magic, and apparently there's like some cleaning brand or something. <laughs> so I was like, well, what's the closest thing? I was going to say, did you get any Creed results? Creed, no, Creed. I think I might be too old now. I think one of one of their albums was Jars of Clay, Human Clay, Probably, something wait. something Clay. Was that Creed? I think I it was think a different. It might have Jars been. Clay. Maybe, but Voodoo Magic is the closest I could come to that. So we often uh, associate Voodoo Magic with Haitian Voodoo or Louisiana Voodoo, but mm. it can also be found in European witchcraft, which, <laughs> witchcraft as well. Mm. The clay body is a Scottish Scottish variant of the Voodoo doll, and it's super freaking dark uh so what they would do is that they would basically create like a golem they okay. make like a life-size version of uh, a witch would of the person that they wanted to curse and they would take this clay body and they would stick it like under a waterfall that was like kind of like hidden away from other people mm. and they would let just like a trickle of water like hit the clay body so that it would slowly erode so that the person's life essence would slowly erode and it would slowly kill off the person Jeez. and if the clay body was found before the person died then usually that's how you could break the curse and they would be saved but it had to be like a stranger coming to like take it away oh i see uh, then there, i mean throughout history like Clay has been used for for voodoo dolls, like the Sicily clay doll. I have a picture of that where it's just like a bunch of pins in very delicate places of on course. this clay. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> they wanted your eyes, your your chest, your your personal parts. They were like, get rid of everything. Nice. Um, so that's just kind of like just a few of the the ways that this magic has been used throughout history. Mm. And you know, I'm not saying. If you got some exes that you don't like right now, maybe get that clay doll going, you know? Like, get some if, waterfalls. If you've got your own Professor X. Drip, 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 drip you know? Drip. <laughs> and that's it for the special segment. I like it. Thank you very much for You're that. Welcome. I'm excited to see what else we learned this season. And, of course, very quick predictions. Very quick. For After Buzz TV predictions. What you got? Okay, so now that the 300 years in the future, everyone's on board. I think they're going to try and overthrow the castle. I think they're going to think that find that that's harder to do than they intended. Right. That sense came out weird because I'm going really fast. Yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. I don't think this is much of a hot take, but I feel like whatever those signals are that, that Penny is being afflicted mm-hmm. by, that's got to be in line with the, the top hat, yeah. the top hat people who I, I imagine has something to do with the Dark King. I think it's all or one villain. what if it's separate and what if the top hat villain is actually uh, – 
Quentin 23. Ooh. And that's the big bad that they're like holding off into introducing. Because uh, we do have one Quentin that's still alive in this true. universe, and that's Quentin 23, who is also the Beast. That's true. That's true. Mr. Kerr in the chat says, do you think Elliot sends the note to Quentin before he goes to the scene? And then Stephen John Paul says, if Elliot does send the letter, it could be the cause of the catastrophe. Uh, that's true. That's that, true. Oh, that is true. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I thought that he did send it at first, but I think after I think, what you brought yeah. up, I think he's gonna he's gonna remember what Jane said. He's yeah. gonna think better of it. I think as he's much hold as off. it as much as it kills me, I think he's gonna yeah he's yeah, gonna hold he's off gonna hold on off. it. He might hey he might hang on to the letter. Who knows? Right? I think it's a better payoff to have a back heel. That's true. That's yeah, true. That's me. true. Get that Quentin Beast back, guys! Thank you so so much for joining us once again for the Magicians After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. Adrian, where can they find you? Well, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. You can also catch me on the Doctor Who podcast uh, slash After Show YouTube channel. On Sundays at 7 p.m. You can also catch me possibly maybe on the Outlander after show. And if you watch Kidding, I will be in the season premiere episode that airs, I believe, February 2nd or 3rd. There you go. Absolutely. Guys, as always, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA, as well as Tuesdays on the X-Pac 12360 show right here on AfterBuzz TV, alongside soon-to-be two-time Hall of Famer, Sean X-Pac Waltman. Uh, but guys, we'll be right back here, same time, same channel, next week, with Steph Sabra, of course, so please join in, but until then... Peace. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.